An idiot, huh? Whoa, that's pretty severe. I called out to Marley. Hey, Marley, stop calling people idiots. That's a bad word. What I really wanted to say to Franklin was, kid, you got a serious spelling problem, but I didn't think that would be such a good idea. Then the very next day, a girl called Kitty came up just like Franklin had and whispered, Josh, Rachel just said the R word. I went through all the rude words I could think of and not one of them started with R. So I had to ask her, Kitty, what's the R word? Thinking, now I need a five-year-old to teach me how to swear? She looked around to make sure no one was listening because obviously the word was so toxic that she couldn't risk other kids being exposed to it. Then she whispered, Ass. She definitely had a spelling problem. But there were days when I got sick of preppies grabbing me or chasing me around or wanting me to admire the fact that they could put one foot in front of the other. I'd look across at cricket practice on the old oval and my mouth would water and I'd sigh and go back to holding a skipping rope so that these little kids could get fitter and better coordinated and maybe one day grow up to be good at cricket and netball and stuff like that. Mr Barnes organised a trial game of cricket between Tarawagga and a school from the city called Bromwich Primary. It was on a Tuesday and I knew Mr Surrey didn't work on Tuesdays, so I figured I'd grab my chance for a day off and I asked Mr Barnes if I could go as scorer. I knew Mr Surrey would have said no, even if the match was in hell he wouldn't have let me go, but I got on okay with Mr Barnes most of the time. Do you know how to keep score in a cricket game? he asked. Ah, yeah, I did it a few times at my old school, I said, trying to look serious. We've never taken a scorer before. I'd be really useful. You and the kids in the team could concentrate on the game better, and I am good at maths. Well, I guess it'll be okay, as long as your parents sign the consent form, of course. Bromwich Primary reminded me of Abernathy. Old buildings, lots of trees along the street, big houses with heaps of flowers and stuff like our old house before we lost our money. The game wasn't at the school, though. It was at a park down the end of the street. It was a pretty big oval with a turf wicket. Our kids lost the toss, but the Bromwich captain wanted to field for some reason, so he sent us in. I opened the scorebook and went to work. I did six dots in the first over and three more in the second over, and then suddenly I got busy. Kaboom! Wicket dot wicket. Two wickets for no runs. Marty and Michael both taking off their pads, looking angry and frustrated. Great. Red went in, and for the first time I found myself seriously barracking for Tarawagga. I'd hated the school from the first day, but you can't stay in a place forever without finding a few things that aren't too bad. Somehow, hanging out with the five-year-olds had made me feel more a part of Tarawagga. I felt kind of protective towards those little critters, and that made me want the school to be a good place for them. Besides, it was just plain embarrassing to be associated with a bunch of losers, and at two for nothing, Tarawagga were looking like serious losers. Red settled in fairly well, and at the end of the third over scored our first runs with a sweep that wasn't too well-timed, but got two. He and Shelley were batting, and they survived two more overs before she went LBW for five. That put Rolf in, and I felt a bit more confident with him and Red at the wicket, because they were our best batsmen by far. Unfortunately, though, a minute later I had to write a zero beside Rolf's name as he walked back again clean bold for a golden duck. Apart from a kid called Nathan who went in at number nine and scored eleven, 
No one except Red got double figures. We had five ducks. Sundries got six, which made them our third highest scorer. Red was sixteen not out, and our total was forty-three. I suppose it could have been worse, considering at one stage we were eight for twenty-six. The Bromwich innings started, and I found myself busy again, but for the wrong reasons. The Bromwich openers were scoring so fast that I thought they'd pass our score in the first five overs. I was so busy that I didn't take any notice of a boy standing in front of me, watching the game until he shifted a bit to his left and blocked my view. Then I called out, Excuse me, can you move please, I can't see. He turned around to answer and we both did a double take. I didn't know his name, but he obviously knew mine because he said, Josh, what are you doing here? How come you're not playing?